Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Bringing you up-to-the-minute industry news. Time for me to tell you about the biggest tournament in the history of daily fantasy sports. Interviews from the biggest names in the industry. The one and only Condia. Head Chopper joins us now to talk about this weekend in daily fantasy football. Now on the podcast, Napster Man. And game analysis to save you time and help you build your bankroll. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head game, you are just going to lose. Here is your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what is going on? Want to welcome you to this Tuesday edition of the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'll present it to you by our friends over at Fantasy Draft. That's right, if you missed yesterday's show, they have jumped on as the main sponsor of the podcast. We thank them for that, and hopefully you head on over to Fantasy Draft. I'll tell you what, um, a lot of people... Don't like those mass multi-entry games. And, well, you know, Fantasy Draft, uh, you look at tonight, their big GPP, max entry of, I think, like 15 in that one. And as I talked about yesterday, they've got uh, rake-free head-to-head games. Their golf product, which obviously will kick off on Thursday, I think is the best format out of anybody out there where they uh, basically drop your lowest score. So, therefore, if you've got everybody who makes the cut but one guy, guess what? you still got a lineup that's got everybody making the cut. So it's a lot of fun, and they're doing a lot of things, listening to their customers and trying to improve their product every single day. they got a couple of really big GPPs happening uh, a little bit later on this summer. We're going to be doing cool stuff with them all year long. So uh, if you haven't signed up already, make sure you go through the links here at Roto-Grinders. Support the people that allow us to bring you free podcasts each and every day, and Fantasy Draft is doing that. You're going to be finding me over there more and more, and uh, yeah, I love rake-free contests, but uh, don't be afraid to play in some of those GPPs as well. So thanks to them for putting their name on this very show. Thank you for listening and downloading. Tuesday's slate is looking like a great one because you know typically or a lot of times when Clayton Kershaw's on the slate, you look at the rest of the pitchers, you just kind of X them off. But there are so many good uh, pitching options out there, I think, today on the, obviously, the expensive side of things, the middle tier, and the cheap. So uh, I think it's going to be a challenge. I don't think we're going to have crazy overlap necessarily in uh, a lot of the pitching categories. I suppose it is possible, but uh, in terms of hitters tonight, you know, I think we've got one major chalky spot today out there in Arizona. Outside of that, I think ownership could be spread around, so we'll uh, try and help you out. Not going to lie, yesterday, big miss on Zach Greinke. Man, that did not work out particularly well for me. Uh, Didn't have a single team with him on it. Uh, Went the way of Garrett Cole, Pineda, and a few other spots, and uh, well... Uh, hey, you can't be right every single day, but we're going to try our best today and uh, see if we can't 
put you on the path to figuring out this puzzle uh, on a Tuesday. Uh, quickly, before we get to that, uh, industry news-wise, the only thing I've got for you, two things. First off, New Jersey, uh, we had a bill pass their House. Now it's going to go to the Senate. Looks like not a whole lot of resistance in that DFS bill, which is interesting because you know there are certain states where we've had a lot of trouble, Texas, Alabama, Florida, and now we're having uh, a lot of other places where things seem to be going very easily. And uh, the more states we can get with uh, legislation and regulation, the better off we're going to be. So uh, good news. Not that New Jersey was one that was really in danger or anything like that. But again, more legal clarity, the better. Uh, But this was something that I found really interesting. If you logged on to FanDuel's app, if you looked on their front page of their uh, of their site, you saw a, uh, basically a banner or a message that said, we're not going to be offering golf contests this week because we are revamping our golf product. And this was something to me that, you know, raised a few eyebrows, but in a good way, because uh, I've been pretty outspoken about how I'm just not a fan of the one, two, three, four kind of drafting process that FanDuel has set up for their golf product. Uh, You know, I definitely gave them some credit for trying to innovate the game, make it a little bit different than what we have already in this space for fantasy golf, but I just think it missed the mark. I think it just added way too much variance in a game that uh, already had a ton of it. You know, trying to speculate which rounds guys are going to play well in is a very, very difficult thing and something that uh, I don't, think is overly enjoyable to the people, especially uh, the way that it was set up. It just caused, you know, enormous overlap on the people who are playing in rounds three or four, because the last things you wanted to do was roster somebody who didn't make the cut. So therefore you had all the people uh, who are playing cash games, especially were just loading up on the Dustin Johnson's, the Sergio's, all the expensive golfers in three, four, and therefore your cash games were having 80% ownership of that. So um, yeah, that was pretty much what we uh, what we saw and something that I didn't particularly love. And, uh, you know, I kind of let it be known within the podcast, kind of let it be known within my play as obviously I chased the overlay the first couple of weeks, but hadn't played over there a whole lot. And um, sure enough, this week, they, you know, they basically took the games off the grid, probably to do testing on a new system, a new game type, and we'll see what they roll out. And uh, I think that's good news for the golf product over at FanDuel because I just did not see that current system really having staying power. But I got to give them some credit too for being able to accept feedback, uh, you know, look at the analytics and be like, okay, like, listen, we tried. This isn't the right thing maybe for, you know, uh, right now in the DFS space. This isn't what people are looking to play. Let's reevaluate and find something else. Now, I could be totally wrong. Maybe they'll stay with the one, two, three, four uh, drafting, and then uh, I can kind of take that back. But uh, we'll see. I, I doubt that's going to happen. I think they'll go to more of a standard game like we see on DraftKings. Uh, as I mentioned in the opening, I really like what Fantasy Draft has done in terms of dropping the lowest score you have. Um, I think that gives you a little bit greater of a sweat. Uh, in, in the fact that, you know, you don't need to have all your guys make the cut. Um, if you do, it's a great advantage to have because that bottom score is going to fluctuate in terms of which one is dropped. But um, if you just, you know, have all but one, well, guess what? You still kind of keep on trucking, still alive. 
uh, versus everybody else. So I, I think that's the best format out there. Uh, we'll see what FanDuel comes up with, but I got to give them a little bit of credit for you know maybe acknowledging a mistake or at least hopefully acknowledging, hey, you know what, it didn't work. Let's go back to the drawing board with it. So uh, we'll see what they come up with, but I think that uh, I think it's actually a pretty good sign that they are, you know, willing to, to to make changes and not necessarily be stubborn on something like that. So uh, there we go. Just wanted to pass that along. Uh, all right, let's get to the Monday night in DFS. We're going to look at starting pitching. We're going to be looking, obviously, at the hitters. We'll go by position, of course. We'll throw in some fantasy draft strategy along the way. Again, if you're new over there, two pitchers, and then you've got three infield spots, three outfield spots, and two utility spots. So again, you uh, have less worries about what actual position people are in. So you can allow yourself to roster lots of third basemen, five potential outfielders, lots of first basemen, whatever you want to do. And uh, I think that's good. I think it limits the overlap that you see uh, in the lineup. So uh, that's the way that they do it. But we're still going to run positional here on the podcast today. But let's start with pitching tonight. And we've got, obviously, Clayton Kershaw on the slate. Super expensive salary for him across the industry. 26 k on Fantasy Draft, 12 6 on FanDuel, and 13 4 on uh, DraftKings. Now, this is certainly a guy that's, you know, uh, uh, the safest play on the board, super strong favorite today, minus 250. The Cardinals, not particularly great against lefties. Anyway, uh, implied run total for St. Louis at 2.59. Uh, I'm fine with, with playing Kershaw if you can dig and, and find the bats to make it work. I just question how possible that is. I mean, if you're playing on fantasy draft today, uh, it seems like the underpriced team is... Uh, San Diego against Matt Harvey. Now, not that Matt Harvey's bad, but that just shows you how tough it is to make that fit because you need a lot of guys under 7K over there if you're doing that. So I don't know that Kershaw is a must-play today uh, simply because there are so many other starting pitching options that I think are in pretty good spots today that uh, that we can roll with. Now, on, a, on FanDuel uh, in particular, you know, they ended up rolling out this you know, really weird St. Louis salaries again, where you've got everybody who is like, what, 1,200 or, or excuse me, 2,500 or less. I think Matt Carpenter is at like 1,500. And it's one of those things where they're like begging you to say, okay, well, you want to take, you want to take a batter against Clayton Kershaw? Here you go. Super low salary. I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, you know, if you wanted to take one of those guys as a one-off to, to you know, fit in big bats elsewhere with a, a John Lackey or a Lance McCullers, I guess you could do that. Probably not the worst idea in the world. Uh, let's look at a little BVP real quick just to see if anybody's had any sort of success against Clayton Kershaw from the St. Louis Cardinals team. Uh, here we go. Firing up right now. Dexter Fowler, uh, 24-50. With three doubles and a triple uh, against Clayton Kershaw in 15 games played in 50 at-bats. That's really about it. Uh, Jed Jerko, not terrible, I guess. Three for 15, does have a double and a home run. Uh, Matt Carpenter, uh, five for 19 with a double. Uh, Johnny Peralta, two for 13. Uh, So, yeah, not the worst, but certainly not the best numbers out there. Not anything that uh, I need to be, you know, firing up, you know, against Kershaw here today. Again, on FanDuel, if you get Dexter Fowler at 1,600, 
is the salary on him over there, and you're not playing Kershaw, hey, could be a path to be getting a lot of big hitters today. So I'll be curious to see the ownership on those guys tonight kind of uh, messing around a little bit, which I, I don't hate. Like, adds a different kind of game strategy and element to it. So uh, I'll be curious to see which people kind of go down that path in terms of taking them as a one-off. You're probably not going to want to take those guys if you're playing Kershaw, obviously. And that's the sad thing is those are the guys you need to roster an expensive Clayton Kershaw tonight uh, on FanDuel. But let's get to the alternatives because it doesn't take a you know anybody with half a brain to tell you Clayton Kershaw is a good play for Daily Fantasy. But I think we're loaded up on other options here today. And I'm very curious to see what number comes in on Chicago from Vegas today. Wind is blowing in. It's cold. And uh, John Lester, I think the first, the last line I saw was like minus 175 favorite today against the Giants. They're throwing Cueto today. And obviously the Cubs offense, very disappointing yesterday versus the lefty. Um, but I don't expect their offense to really rebound or be too much in play for me today because of that weather and Cueto being a decent enough pitcher. But I do think Lester, you look at his uh, his outings, he has been super steady. And the price tag, not particularly friendly uh, anywhere, but maybe on FanDuel. Now, Fantasy drafted 21-6. I think I'm not playing. DraftKings at 11-1. Pretty expensive to get there. FanDuel at 10-3, I think, is is probably playable today because if you look at his game logs, he's been over 30 FanDuel points in each of his last four starts, and that included a 35 and a 49 in games where he did not get the win points. So, uh, you know, the the K's, he's been at, uh, what, nine and two of the last three. Uh, a guy who pitched really well at home. And we know that this Giants lineup leaves a lot to be desired. With the wind blowing in, the temperature's down. This really sets up as a good environment for uh, John Lester tonight. So he's a guy uh, I'm definitely looking at today. Certainly not going to fit him with Kershaw. That is one thing that you're not going to see. Now, the other guy who I think could be pretty chalky tonight is Lance McCullers. He is a very strong favorite at minus 210 tonight, and for a lot of reasons. First off, he's a really good pitcher. If you look at his numbers, uh, he has been incredibly solid so far this season. The K rate is uh, 29% right now in the season. The Sierra at under 3, 60% ground ball rate, hard contact below, what, 30% at 26. So pretty much everything lines up for him. And then you throw in the fact that Zimmerman is pitching for the Tigers, who I think really is about as bad of a matchup as they can throw against this Astros lineup, who absolutely crushes mediocre to bad right-handed pitching. You know, if you're a good right-handed pitcher, you know, you're not stacking up the Astros. But, uh, you know, guys like Correa just rake against righties. And then it really brings... You know, uh, you know, Josh Reddick into play. Springer is fine on either handedness of pitcher. So I love the Astros bats tonight, and that means I got to like Lance McCullers a little bit too because I think he's probably going to get more run support tonight than Clayton Kershaw is against Lance Lynn. Uh, Dodgers, fine matchup for those bats going against a righty and Lynn, but typically Kershaw doesn't get a ton of run support. I think McCullers does today. He is my favorite play, the guy I'm pretty much rolling in all of my lineups tonight. I don't say all, but um, most of my lineups tonight, and – I wouldn't even be shocked if he draws greater ownership than Kershaw tonight um, because of the, the fact that we want to spend on some bats today. And he's 9,400 on FanDuel, 
10-2 on DraftKings and 19-6 over on Fantasy Draft. So uh, McCullers is going to be in my lineups today for sure. Uh, I think Carlos Carrasco tonight is a, pretty much in play. You look at this this uh, Reds team, a really low team total at 3.67 tonight. Uh, a strong road favorite at minus 168 is typically something you don't see. And Amir Garrett, you know, he got off to that really quick start this season, but has kind of uh, fallen back just a little bit. His last two starts... Um, the strikeout numbers have been way down. He had that 12 strikeout game followed up with a one, four, two, and five. Uh, and, uh, you know, clearly, you know, I think this Indians lineup can put some runs on the board better than we've even seen so far this season. So, uh, Carrasco, I don't hate him again, price wise. He's not a plug and play for me. I like McCullers better than him at uh, a similar price point tonight. But if you want to put him in as an SP two, I'm fine with that one. And then uh, the other two guy or the other guy in the middle tier that I'm looking at, and I was so wrong about him last week, but Rick Porcello again. I just feel like there's a good game coming for him, and he's uh, a nice moderate 16-4 on fantasy draft, 8500 on DraftKings, and 8900 on FanDuel. Uh, you look at the Red Sox minus 198 today at home against Andrew Kashner. And, you know, Porcello, all the numbers are there. The one thing that is really high right now is that hard hit percentage at 44.8%. And I just don't know how sustainable that is. And if he's throwing a, uh, if he's got a Sierra of 3.6 and uh, right now this season, an XFIP of 3.72, and he's got a 44% hard hit rate, I mean, I feel like those numbers are going to go down even further when people are not smacking it at the rate that they are. Uh, I thought it was going to happen last start. It didn't. Maybe it's this start against Texas at home, and it doesn't hurt that he's going to get to Andrew Kashner, who's legitimately the opposite pitcher of him in that he somehow has an ERA of 2.45 on the season, but a Sierra of 5.94. I mean, he's basically had a ton of luck on his side, an XFIP of 5.49. You know, you look at his Ks per nine this season, 4.24. That is awful. He's really suppressing power so far uh, this season. He's actually been pretty good about that with a home run per nine at under one. Uh, But I feel like this is a get-right spot for Boston today, uh, for sure, maybe both for the bats and for... Uh, Rick Porcello in Vegas agrees with me. Like I would have probably looked at this game and said, okay, Boston's going to be like minus 160 today. And they come in at, because Porcello hasn't been great, you know, in terms of win-loss numbers and ERA and, you know, some of the other stats that you see uh, to the average eye. But when you look, dig deeper, they're not that far off of what he did last year when he was Cy Young. So uh, I think this is a spot for him to kind of get back a little bit today. And uh, I think he's intriguing tonight. I don't know if I'll go there in cash, but I don't think he's unplayable in cash games today. So again, there's a lot of pitchers to really consider here tonight. And I didn't even get to the next couple. I think Jordan Montgomery tonight over on DraftKings in particular, looks like he's absolutely in play. Uh, He's sitting at 6,800 there, even on fantasy draft at 3.5, FanDuel at 7K. I mean, this guy is you know, last start against Kansas City wasn't great. Gave up four hits, three walks, uh, and only finished with 
it looked like 12 FanDuel points, but was 27, 33, 27, 31, 31, 29. The Ks have been there. Um, I don't love the back-to-back starts versus the same team, but um, a solid enough home favorite today and the Royals this season. They don't strike out a lot versus lefties, but they don't score many runs. Their WRC plus is dreadful. So Jordan Montgomery's a path to getting Clayton Kershaw tonight. Uh, we saw Jimmy Nelson in his last start against uh, San Diego uh, pitch incredibly well. Now he comes home and faces a Blue Jays offense, which, you know, you look at the, the righties that they have in this lineup, um, it's filled up with them. I mean, or excuse me, the lefties they have, there's not many. You've got... Uh, You've got Ezekiel Carrera, you've got Justin Smoke, and you've got Ryan Goings. That's it. So uh, I think that Jimmy Nelson could be sneaky today. Nobody's going to go there. Uh, I don't. I think he's a one-off just because you know you look at that salary on him tonight, and I don't know if it's quite cheap enough for me to go there. 15k on fantasy draft, seven six on DraftKings, 8300 on FanDuel. So. Uh, maybe on DraftKings is an SP2. And then the last couple of guys I got to talk about is uh, Bajiani across from him. I think if you're playing on DraftKings tonight, it's going to be tempting uh, to roll him out at 4,600. He's only 9K on Fantasy Draft as well. And, you know, you look at his DraftKings scores, you know, two of his last three is giving you 18 and 15. If he would do that today at 4,600, get you Clayton Kershaw on some bats, you'll take that. Uh, but he's also in a very negative hitting environment out there in Milwaukee. Uh, we'll see if Eric Thames, I believe he's back from injury. Uh, I see Ryan Braun uh, in the projected lineup as well. So I'm guessing he's been activated from the disabled list. So uh, it, it appears like this lineup is getting healthy. I, I'm fine as a one-off. I think I'd rather go with a couple of middle-tier guys and not go Kershaw today, then roll Colt Kershaw and Bajiani in cash. In GPPs, I think it's a different story. Uh, I think you can do that. But in cash games tonight, I think there's just too much risk there for him. And then your last kind of uh, one-off here today could be Jesse Hahn. The Marlins have not been hitting righties particularly well. He's 12K on Fantasy Draft, only 6,100 on DraftKings. Uh, probably not playing him on single pitcher side on FanDuel. But an SP2 on DK... Uh, or fantasy draft, uh, Han against this Marlins team, I don't hate at all. Uh, you look at the K numbers, uh, last start, six Ks in five innings, uh, had three and seven, which isn't great, had four and three, which Ks are good, innings aren't, but six and six, six and eight, seven and six, those are a few other games this season. So the K rate isn't terrible on him. He hasn't gotten really blown up at all this season, hasn't given up more than third, three earned runs in a single start and has given you a quality start in one, two, three, four, five, six of eight starts this season. Again, doesn't give you huge upside, but I don't think he's going to kill you in a big ballpark here tonight uh, against a Marlins team that's uh, not particularly great against right-handed pitching right now. So uh, there you go. Those are my pitchers. It felt like a lot that I threw out there, uh, and it was a lot that I threw out there, but I think that's going to kind of go to show that I think this might be the lowest ownership we get on Kershaw out of any slate we've seen this season. I didn't even talk about Joe Ross, which some people like. Careful of the weather out there. Looks pretty rainy potentially in Washington, but uh, he is back on the mound for the Nats at a pretty pretty cheap price tag. So fun night for sure when it comes to uh, the arms. All right, let's get to the bats here today, and uh, we will start at the catcher spot. 
tonight. And uh, I think if you can go ahead and get uh, Gary Sanchez in versus a lefty, I am absolutely fine with that one. I think he looks like a pretty sharp play at 3600 Obviously, an expensive price tag tonight. Going to be hard to do um, with, uh, with Clayton Kershaw, but... Uh, he's a guy that I think absolutely stands out as a, as a very good play today. Uh, if you're looking for cheaper options, which you probably are, I mean, I don't know. Chris Herman, even he might be able to hit against Dylan Covey at 2.4K. Uh, Dylan Covey is like the worst pitcher in the league, and he's going into a very good hitting environment. And we'll see if he cracks the lineup. You know, he hasn't been in the last three games, but the uh, two games prior, what, he had uh, – 28 and 27 FanDuel points. So if he's in the lineup today at 2.4, he could be a source of relief from a team that's just in an A-plus spot here tonight. Uh, kind of like we had with Barnhart the other day. Like Sometimes you just pencil those cheap catchers in in great hitting environments and cross your fingers, and Herman could be that guy for you today if he is the one that uh, that makes the lineup against Covey, and I think he might be. Uh, I think Sandy Leone could be kind of sneaky too. I like the Red Sox tonight. Um, they're definitely a team that uh, I'm willing to uh, to roll out there. Hits in four straight games for him. Uh, multi-hit game last time out, and I think he's a better hitter than we've seen so far this season. So I don't mind Sandy Leone against Kashner, who I think has it coming to him. So uh, if he's in the lineup, uh, look to him tonight. And then obviously the Astros, uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Evan Gaddis as we had Brian McCann, uh, has got that, uh, concussion. I think he, uh, have, that he, you know, got the other day and, uh, he hasn't been hitting the ball. Great. You know, hasn't hit double digits and fantasy points, FanDuel wise in five straight, but, uh, big power for him. And I think again, one of the teams that I'm really looking to, uh, to load up on tonight. Uh, over at first base here today, if you, <laughs> it's just weird seeing Matt Carpenter at like one and a half K on FanDuel tonight, but I'm probably not going there. Uh, you know, one guy to, to look at, here's a fantasy draft play for you. If Michael Morse is in the lineup against Josh, John Lester, you might want to play him. He's only like four or five tonight. And I know he's just been kind of a pinch hitter, but if he gets in versus a lefty at that low of a salary, again, those are the guys that you kind of plug in and play. We told you about panic yesterday. He, once he was leading off at that low of salary, you were foolish if you didn't play him. Same went for DraftKings and Morse, obviously different hitting environment today, but at that price tag tonight on fantasy draft in particular, you might want to be playing him over there. Um, uh, but obviously there's, there's a couple of cheap guys to look at. I don't hate Matt Adams today against glass. Now he should be in the lineup for Atlanta. Uh, again, I think that ballpark is going to yield plenty of runs, uh, ended up hitting a home run yesterday, uh, for Pittsburgh and a guy who maybe just needed a, a change of scenery and he's only 2,200 on FanDuel and, uh, Adams, let's see his numbers on the other sites here real quick. Uh, looking like. 3,200 on DraftKings and 6,300 on Fantasy Draft. So there's a nice little power under 7K guy in Fantasy Draft in particular for GPPs. Don't know if I'm going there in cash tonight. Obviously, Paul Goldschmidt against Kobe. He is you know, pretty much locked in at the plate. Um, great hitting environment, terrible pitcher. So I like him tonight, uh, obviously, on the high end. A lot of people talking about Eric Thames today against Baggiani. He's pretty cheap uh, most places out there today. Uh, so I don't hate him. I don't know if I'm going to necessarily pick on him tonight, but uh, 
FanDuel in particular at 3600 not really a discount on DraftKings or Fantasy Draft tonight. So uh, I think he's a FanDuel option for you if you're looking for a guy there. Uh, Chris uh, Chris Carter, if you want a one-off tonight uh, at first base, either Col- uh, Holiday or Carter tonight are guys to consider. I love them when they get a lefty in that ballpark. And again, pretty much home runs or nothing. And Chris Carter actually uh, two home runs and 12 at-bats against Duffy. Again, small sample size, but... Uh, I don't hate him. The problem is he hits so low in that order, and uh, you know that is the killer uh, for him in some places. But in GPPs, you really worry a little bit less about that uh, than you do in kind of uh, in cash games. GPPs, if you're just trying to find those home runs, you know it doesn't matter to me if they're hitting you know second or or ninth. So uh, he is he and Holiday, by the way, same thing. Great splits versus lefties. I think 14 home runs in the last 150 at-bats against left-handed pitching. And, uh, yeah, 3,100 FanDuel, uh, 38 on DraftKings, and 76 over on Fantasy Draft. So pretty moderate salaries there on those guys. Uh, All right, let's keep it going. Let's go on to second base tonight. And... Uh, if you're not playing Porcello, Odor is really cheap um, on FanDuel and Fantasy Draft today. Uh, 2-7 on FanDuel. I think Fantasy Draft, he's sitting at like seven, the mid-7s there. Uh, but I'm probably looking at the ballpark and a guy like Brandon Drury, who I don't love, but he is, again, very affordable in some places today. Uh, it seems like DraftKings got that one priced up accurately, but FanDuel did not. Because uh, on DraftKings, he's sitting at 3800 which isn't overpriced, I should say. 76 on Fantasy Draft, uh, 26 only on FanDuel. So really cheap uh, salary there. And it's a good, maybe a chance that Daniel Descalso will end up starting anyway. He had a home run yesterday. I mean, you know that ballpark is conducive to power when Daniel Descalso is hitting bombs. Uh, and he hit a dinger yesterday, 2100 super cheap everywhere. So uh, he's got to look at. Payups, I love Daniel Murphy. Home runs in three of his last four. Christian Bergman, uh, pretty mediocre pitcher. Had one solid start recently, but uh, if that game looks like it's going to go, uh, he's a guy that I am i don't mind tonight. Jose Altuve against Jordan Zimmerman. I think Altuve, let me bring up his logs here right now. I'm pretty sure he is uh, He's hitting the ball well. Let's see. Yeah, he's got uh, hits in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight straight games. For him, uh, so yeah, Jose Altuve, if you like the Astros like I do, he's a guy to look at. Uh, if you're not on Jesse Hahn, I don't hate the prospect of playing D. Gordon tonight under 3K leading off against him for the fish tonight. Uh, again, I think the last two games, uh, 12, 18, 9, so he's got multi-hit games and three consecutive so D Gordon starting to make some contact, playing pretty well. Again, I don't think Jane ha- J- uh, Jesse Hahn's going to blow up tonight, but uh, D Gordon at that price point, pretty cheap, and a guy don't hate today. Uh, that's probably all I'm looking at here tonight. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Let's go on to third base, and boy. Uh, Chris Bryant did his dirty yesterday. I'm not going back to that well tonight. Uh, looking at a guy like Jake Lamb is an obvious play today. Going to be expensive. Going to be hard to fit in your lineups tonight. Uh, my mock 
fantasy draft lineup. I had a lot of Arizona, and he was one of the guys I managed to fit in. And, I mean, just to give you some context here, this is his last five FanDuel. Okay, he had a zero in there, but we'll throw that one out, or now you know about it. But he had a 15, a 28, a 50, a 28, and a 27. Uh, guy is just absolutely locked in at the plate right now against one of the worst pitchers in the league. Yes, yes, and yes to that one. Uh, I think Todd Frazier against Patrick Corbin is a guy that uh, I think could be in play for us tonight. Uh, 34 on FanDuel, uh, 42 on DraftKings, maybe a little bit much. 8,100 I think is just right over there on Fantasy Draft tonight. So uh, I don't mind him. Uh, pretty good numbers there versus lefties. What, 582 slugging it says on the uh, old – uh, inside edge. And, you know, again, Corbin's been all right this year and the White Sox offense can go silent, but if I want him, it's going to be against lefties and they're getting one tonight that, uh, not impossible tire, uh, Patrick Corbin gets blown up. So Todd Frazier, a name I like today. Um, I think looking down, I think that's, uh, one guy I've got on fantasy draft. I don't think I'm playing him anywhere else, but he fit on Fantasy Draft uh, was Jervis Solarte today in the infield spot. Again, we love those cheap guys. 5400 today. I talked about how cheap uh, San Diego is, and I know he hasn't been great over his last eight, but batting cleanup more than likely against Matt Harvey. Uh, I don't hate him for your builds to be able to get some high-priced hitting there from Arizona tonight. So just throwing him out there as a guy I've got on fantasy draft. Uh, all right, shortstop here tonight. And uh, Corey Seager gets a righty, and he's been pretty elite at that hand in this 409 Woba, 327 average, 187 ISO. Price is still moderate on FanDuel at 3,600. I don't think I'm playing him on DraftKings or fantasy draft tonight, but. On FanDuel, uh, he's a guy to uh, consider today. Obviously, we'll see who checks in at the uh, at the spot there for um, Arizona. Nick Ahmed, you know, he could be in. He could be hitting near the top of the lineup. And he's only, like, pretty much min salary everywhere. 2.3 on FanDuel. Uh, let me jack up these DraftKings prices. He is at... 35, so not a gimme price there at least, and Fantasy Draft 68, so definitely on FanDuel could be part of that Arizona stack today. Uh, I think Carlos Correa hits a home run, so if you want a guy who's going to hit a home run tonight, he's 4,100. Uh, again, just profiles as the type of pitcher that he should be able to tee off against. Now, last three games haven't been good. 0 for his last 10, and I will say Correa does run a little bit streaky, but Zimmerman is just bad, and again, this is a guy who, um, when he gets matched up against bad right-handed pitching, I'm almost always playing him. I think his ownership will be low maybe because of the cold streak, but I think there's a good chance he either hits a home run or just has a monster game tonight, so uh, I don't mind paying up for him. FanDuel in particular, Trey Turner just feels too cheap at 3,500. I know he hasn't really played um, as well as he did last season. Maybe things are, will start to turn here a little bit. Been on the road six consecutive games. Going back home, maybe this is what he needs to uh, to get going here. Still too cheap, though, at 3,500 here tonight. And Lindor at 34 against a lefty. Uh, sign me up for that one, too. 368, 178 ISO against that handedness. So, yes, I like that a lot. 
Uh, all right, let's get to outfield tonight. And uh, if Grigor Blanco, even though he sucks, continues to lead off against Dylan Covey, which he probably will today, I'll probably end up playing him. He's too cheap everywhere. Uh, and sometimes you just got to bite the bullet and play those cheap guys in good hitting environments. Blanco is that. A Peralta, still way too cheap on FanDuel. I know he didn't get you a hit yesterday, but uh, 3300 He's going to be chalk, and I think you should probably play him. We already talked about Fowler. He's interesting on FanDuel at 1.6K. I'm going to have to experiment with some lineups with him in it because I don't know how much Kershaw I'm going to have tonight. So if that's the case, I don't mind taking, especially a one-off here with Fowler, who the thing about him is at 1.6K, you gotta you can project it out like, okay, if Kershaw goes seven innings, there's a chance he could get two at-bats not against Clayton Kershaw. And at 1.6K, like, you'll take that. And his history versus Kershaw has been good enough where it, as long as you're not rostering him, the downside it doesn't hurt you that much. So I'll be curious to see his ownership. Have fun with that one, Chris Cimino. Uh I think Andrew Benintendi against Andrew Kashner. Again, I've kind of neglected a lot of Red Sox tonight. You know, Mookie Betts, obviously, in this outfield as well is a guy that uh, I'm looking at. But I think Benintendi... Uh, is almost a must-play today on, on a couple sites. FanDuel, 36. Fantasy Draft at under 8K, and even on DraftKings, under 4K. So I love Benintendi today. I think this is a great spot for him to get going against Kashner. So uh, I'm going to roll him out in a uh, bunch of my lineups today. Uh, again, love the Astros, so therefore George Springer, uh, 3,500 leading off. Offense should be able to have some firepower behind it. And he's been cold, though. You know, only one hit in his last four games. But I just don't think Zimmerman's any good. I don't think he's going to strike guys out. Uh, I think this is a good spot for him to maybe get going today. Uh, Josh Reddick as well, uh, hitting near the top of that lineup. Uh, Lefty-righty matchup for him today. So uh, look at him. Uh, Yosemite Tomas, the other guy against Dylan Covey tonight. We love him against lefties, but this guy's fine uh hits in looks like six consecutive games not a whole lot of extra base hits but still making some contact and uh, just too cheap today on FanDuel and most sites as well uh let's see see if there's anything else one-offs here for me um let's get to my stacks real quick uh obviously Arizona a lot of people are going to be on them that's not going to be contrarian tonight and by the way I neglected to mention this huge shout out to STL Cardinals uh, good buddy Justin uh, winning six figures yesterday. That's right. Won both of the big tournaments on DraftKings, which, you know, nothing against screenshotting. Everybody does it. But it's really hard to win those tournaments when you have, like, 20,000 entries. You know, if you win a Thunderdome and there's 100 people in it and you screenshot it, great. But how hard is it to be winning those ones where you've got uh, a $6 buy-in or a $55 buy-in, and he took down both yesterday. And it's funny, he uh, the the old gag, running gag right now is, how did somebody win a GPP with Joe Maurer? Because he is like presents a, a limited upside, but uh, Twin Stack went off yesterday. So congrats to Justin, guy who works really hard in this industry and uh, very deserving of that. So pump for him. And here's the thing I know, I've watched Justin play, for a long time. Dude runs crazy hot. I'm going to make a bold prediction here. I think Justin finishes top five in the uh, $888 DraftKings GPP tonight. Uh, I think that's going to happen. Just telling you. 
think he'll finish top five in that one. He Once he gets going, once he has that big hit, he usually fires and uh, kind of falls on the crab. He had a big weekend in golf, too, this past weekend, so... Uh, good job by him. So we'll see what he has today. Make sure you read his column. He's got actually the Swing for the Fences column on Tuesday where he breaks down his favorite stacks. So uh, be sure, if you're not a Roto-Grinders premium member, check it out. Seven-day free trial. Uh, so other stacks for me tonight. Uh, again, I love the Astros tonight. Uh, the White Sox might not even be crazy in a GPP format because everybody's going to be on Arizona's side of things. And Patrick Corbin can absolutely get lit up here today. So uh, White Sox have a you know higher implied run total than the Dodgers do tonight, uh, than the Blue Jays, uh, than uh, the Mets, you know, the Rangers. So uh, I don't hate them today as a one-off against that uh, against Patrick Corbin tonight. I think the Yankees are somewhat interesting here against Danny Duffy. I don't expect to go too crazy with that one, but I think there's some home runs to be had in there. Guys like Sanchez, I mentioned Chris Carter today, don't hate Matt Holliday. So uh, you could find three or four bats in there that uh, that that go deep tonight. And then the Red Sox, uh, I think it's finally time that Adam Andrew Kashner gets uh, absolutely bombed here today. So uh, you know, if I'm picking five guys or six guys from this lineup, you're looking at bets. You're looking at Benintendi for sure. Probably looking to a Hanley Ramirez, maybe a Jackie Bradley Jr. I told you Sandy Leone could be a punt option for you tonight. So love the Red Sox. Uh, I think they put up a mess of runs tonight. Uh, all right, there you go. That's it. That is our rundown for this uh, Tuesday night slate. It's a big one. Uh, I'm back tonight on Sirius XM. Me and Beer will break it down for you again today. Uh, be sure to check out Grinders Live. We've got shows pretty much all afternoon. Uh, and then our golf show as well tonight. Uh, check that one out as they will break down the Dean and DeLuca Challenge uh, happening uh, Thursday. Gets rolling this week. Love some fantasy golf. And be sure to check out our friend's fantasy draft. Go through our links. Try some of these rake-free head-to-head games. And uh, I think you'll enjoy the playing experience over there. So try it out. You can't, you know, there's no re. I don't see a reason not to try it out, especially if you're somebody who likes to complain about uh, facing a lot of the higher volume guys. Well, I got news for you. A lot of those guys aren't playing on Fantasy Draft right now. Uh, I'm not seeing Chipotle. I'm not seeing Papa Gates. I'm not seeing Bird Wings. Um, so competition, maybe a little softer over on Fantasy Draft right now. So check it out. Hope you do. Uh, but I'm out of there. Uh, thanks so much for listening, downloading, back again tomorrow here on the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix. See you, everybody. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only.